listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 61 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features a story called Sweating in the Rectory, a continuation of Sweating in the Principal's Office from Episode 59. The story was written in 2001 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2009, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, remember to visit my websites. Dominatrix.st is the place to go for live sessions with me. While Hypnosis.st has all of my distance training options, such as telephone sessions, audio, and video recordings, so you can surrender to me for real. More importantly, don't forget my birthday next week. July 16th is the magic date. But for now, you can just sit back and relax and enjoy sweating in the rectory. Evelina entrances the principal's husband, a minister, and puts the fear of goddesses into young Darren Hart. The lovely blonde student sat alone at a table in the school's cafeteria, silently eating her lunch as she read a book. The antiquarian textbook was entitled The Science of Hypnotism by Dr. L.W. Lawrence, a prominent turn-of-the-century hypnotist, and was copyrighted in 1910. She seemed absorbed in its yellowing pages. She was dressed in a plaid skirt, a white blouse, and saddle shoes. In spite of the little girlish outfit, she looked stunningly beautiful, mature, and erotic. Several of the young males sitting at tables nearby were sneaking peeks of the young beauty, but their admiration and desire were mixed with a certain fear and respect. No one approached her. The entire school knew what had happened to Coach Sargent, and they knew somehow Evelina was responsible. But no one knew exactly how. The members of the wrestling team told conflicting stories concerning what they saw in the weight room. The coach was silent about the issue. Darren Hart, captain of the wrestling team, slid his tray down on the long table directly across from the comely coed and smiled malignantly at her. Hart's mother was the principal of the school, and his father, Dave, was pastor of one of the local churches. He felt he could do anything to anyone at that school. And in the past, he could. I'm surprised you're still here, Evelina. I told Mom about what you did to Coach Sargent, and she told me that she had an appointment to expel you yesterday. When she came home from school last night, she told Dad and I that she changed her mind, that she actually liked you. But we finally talked her into getting rid of you today. I guess she hasn't called you back into her office yet, but she will. But you'll be gone pretty soon, sweetie. Evelina looked at the smart-mouthed student in anger. 
then spoke to him in a voice that sent chills up his spine. You arrogant little prick. Sergeant is gone because he crossed me, and I know your mother will never cross me again. We have an agreement. If your father has interjected himself into this little spat, he'll soon be on my side as well. Once I set my mind to it, no one can resist my influence over them. You saw me kick Sergeant and knock him down, but you can't even fathom why he was kissing my feet before I knocked him out. But your mother does now, and so will your father soon. Then when both of them belong to me, I'll come get you, you big mouth jerk-off. And believe me, no one can protect you. No one. Darren was taken aback by her diatribe. Most of the kids in school were afraid of him, either because of his size, he was the heavyweight on the wrestling team, or the fact that his mom was the chief school administrator. Obviously, Evelina wasn't impressed. In fact, he was scared of her now. He remembered the look in the coach's eyes before he fell in a heap at the blonde girl's feet. Sergeant was afraid of this girl. Did she blackmail him? Was she a witch? Did she drug the coach? Was it voodoo or magic that brought him down? Darren fearfully shifted his gaze toward the floor, away from Evelina. Feeling not nearly as cocky as he did just seconds before, he picked up his tray and slowly walked off glancing back over his shoulder at the blonde a couple of times as he slunk away. He stopped by his mom's office on the way back to class to remind her of what Mr. Hart had told her last night. If Evelina was suspended or expelled, she couldn't harm him. His mom would protect him. Yes, honey, I do have an appointment with Evelina this afternoon after school. I'll take care of her then the red-headed principal said, with an odd look on her face. She appeared flushed, as if she was excited, and indeed she would take care of the beautiful young blonde. Time went slowly for Darren that afternoon. He was supposed to go to wrestling practice after school, then meet his girlfriend, Mary Ann, at her house to study. After that, he was going to drive to his father's church to meet his parents. The family was going out to dinner to celebrate Evelina's expulsion. Good had triumphed over evil with the heart's help. After practice, he walked to his car and glanced absently into the window of his mother's office as he headed quickly to the school parking lot. He saw, at least he thought he saw, a strange optical illusion caused by the afternoon sunlight hitting the school window. Evelina seemed to be sitting in his mom's chair, and his mother, at first glance, appeared to be naked. But then the blinds went closed. It must have been a trick of the sun on the windows, an illusion, like Jesus on a taco shell. He didn't want to interrupt his mother's meeting, so he went to his car and headed to Mary Ann's house to study. Had he known what was happening to his mother in the principal's office, he might have changed his plans. Nearly half an hour before, Evelina had appeared at her afternoon appointment with Julie Hart 
in the principal's office. It was late, and no one was left in the administrative offices of the school as she knocked, then entered Hart's private study. Julie looked up from her desk and smiled, nervously, at the lovely blonde. She didn't understand the strange effect the closeness of this student had on her, and it made her uncomfortable. Don't you mean your family? Slut? Julie rose from her seat angrily. Don't you dare speak to me like that, young lady. It doesn't matter if it was the board or my husband. I've changed my mind, and I'm going to kick you out of school. Your crude language and your attitude just give me all the more reason. Julie walked toward Evelina as if she was going to grab her and escort her out of the office, but the student continued to talk to her as the principal approached. Julie, I know you think I should be afraid of you. You are so much bigger and older than me, and you're the principal. But I'm not afraid. I can control you with just a gesture. With two words, you will do anything I want you to. In fact, right now, when I tell you to come for me, you will do it and have the best and strongest orgasms you have ever had in your life. Julie looked confused. What was Evelina talking about? She was going to throw this little witch out of her office now. She took one step closer, then another, anger burning in her eyes. Evelina just smiled. Slave Julie, come. Suddenly, Hart was consumed by an orgasm the strength of which she had never before felt. The post-hypnotic suggestion Evelina implanted the day before worked. Oh! 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 She cried and stopped, held frozen by her own erotic reactions. She recovered a bit. Embarrassed by what had happened, she hoped the student hadn't noticed it. She took another step. Slave Julie, come for your mistress. Oh! This time, the feelings were so intense the redhead slumped to her knees. Julie tried to recover so she could again try to throw Evelina out of her office, at least until she figured out what was happening to her. Had the girl called her a slave? Evelina stepped close to the kneeling woman and entwined her fingers in her long red hair. Come. 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 My little pet, don't you remember... You are my slave. Again and again and yet again, climaxes raged through the principal's body. Had the blonde hypnotist not held her by the hair, she'd have fallen into a prostate position in front of the student. Julie's eyes glazed over with lust. Now she remembered. She was Evelina's slave. Slave Julie. Yes, Mistress Evelina, I remember. You own me. You are my goddess.
she said as she stared at her student adoringly. Good girl, the blonde hypnotist cooed. Good girl. Then she patted Julie's head as if the woman were her pet. Now, my little slave girl, let me see that pretty body of yours again. Then go close the blinds so no one can see us. Once again, helplessly entranced by Evelina, the principal followed her commands and stripped off her clothes. Then she rose and walked to the window, naked, and closed the blinds as Evelina sat down, almost regally, in Julie's chair. Had she been thinking of anything else besides Evelina, she would have noticed Darren walking by. But desire for the lovely girl filled her mind. Her only thoughts were of her lovely mistress. Come here, Julie, and kneel before me, so we can talk. Evelina purred. Then she spread her legs apart, so her slave could position herself between them. Hart turned around and knelt between the legs of her mistress, and looked up lovingly into her beautiful green eyes. Yes, goddess Evelina. Now... Tell me why you thought you changed your mind about suspending me from school. The hypnotist whispered in her ear. At the touch of Evelina's warm breath, Julie's nipples hardened again. My husband, mistress, he's the minister at the church, and he told me it would look bad if slutty little vixens like you were allowed to study here. He told me to suspend you. I always do what he says. Not any more, you don't. And what about your son, Darren, Julie, my pet? He overheard us, my goddess, and said that you were a bad influence on the nice girls in the school like his Marianne. He said he wanted you gone as well. I gave in to them. Evelina stroked Julie's hair contemplatively. Well, I do have a plan that would change both their minds. Would you like to help me with it? Would you like to help me turn your husband and your son into my little pussy slaves, too? Hart lifted Evelina's short tartan plaid skirt and began to worship her inner thighs with kisses and licks. Oh, yes, my goddess Evelina. Every person in the city should worship you. Good, my little pet. Call your husband and tell him you found a nice, clean joke site on the internet. Give him this address and then tell him he should take a look at the jokes. Tell him you will be there as soon as you can drive over to see him. Do it on the speakerphone so I can hear him. And Julie, try to sound natural. Not like some little zombie sex slave. Julie pressed the hands-free button on her phone and dialed a speed dial number. The phone rang two times and a deep voice answered. This is Reverend Dave. Can I help you? Sure can, honey. I found this great clean joke site and I want you to print off a couple of the jokes. My printer is broken. Can you do it for me? Sure, dear. What's the site, Addie? www.geocities.com slash slave lily, she said, reading the address on the paper Evelina held in front of her. 
And Dave, pay close attention and pick out some of the funniest ones to print. Look closely, won't you? Julie asked him. Okay, dear. I'll see you soon for our little celebration dinner. Dave responded. Evelina reached over and touched a button on the phone, ending the conversation. Well done, my plaything. Now, let's get you dressed so you can get me to the church on time. Evelina said, smiling at her own play on words. A scant fifteen minutes later, Julie and Evelina quietly slipped into Dave's office and watched as he sat transfixed, listening to Evelina's voice emanating from his computer. A large spiral was on the screen and he seemed fascinated by it. As the recorded voice of Evelina ended, the blonde hypnotist herself moved behind the minister and started rubbing his temples softly in a gentle, circular motion and spoke softly in his ears, her hot breath exciting him. The hypnotic website had done just what she had hoped and had transfixed the minister. He was just sitting quietly, looking at the mesmerizing animation on his monitor. Now it was time for her to take over. She would complete the job the computer had started. You found my voice pleasant when coming from the computer. You found it restful, commanding. But now Evelina is here in person, and her voice is ten times more sensual, more irresistible, more powerful than on the computer. Sergeant surrendered his will to me. Julia surrendered as well. Tell me, Dave, you would like to give up to me, too, wouldn't you? Already almost entranced because of the hypnotic computer program he had listened to, he felt Evelina's sensuous presence overwhelming. He knew it was wrong to submit to any sexy little vixen. He knew that no minister should ever have thoughts like he was having about a young woman, not his wife. But unconsciously, he knew these were the same thoughts that must have gone through Coach Sargent's mind, and perhaps even Julie's, before they had surrendered themselves to Evelina. Maybe, if he weren't looking at the hypnotic spiral on his screen, he could free himself. He struggled then pulled his eyes away from the compelling program on the computer and turned around to face Evelina, only to be immediately captured by her deep, green, hypnotic eyes, more mesmerizing than even the most effective computer program. Please look into my eyes, Dave, she said confidently. She reached up and held his face between her soft, warm hands. Look deep into my eyes. Almost instantly, the minister felt the mesmeric influence of her compelling eyes. He felt unsteady. He experienced vertigo. It almost seemed as if he was falling into her lovely eyes. As he gazed into those beautiful eyes, he felt his willpower slipping away, like water down an open drain, spinning.
spinning. He knew he did not want to resist her. He did not want to resist her control over him. As he gazed into her eyes, he knew she was the most powerful woman he had ever met, and that he needed to obey her every command. She gestured at Dave, and he responded, moving closer to his attractive wife. Now, my little love slaves, I think I will take you deeper into my spell of obedience and seduction. My hypnotic trance of complete surrender. Both of you will now stand before me naked, so I may learn more about my new servants. For the second time in less than an hour, Julie stripped naked before her hypnotic goddess, and as she glanced to her side, she noticed that Dave, too, had removed all his clothing. Evelina gestured, with graceful hand motions, directing the two naked slaves to gaze into her eyes once again. The lovely student knew her eyes had some intrinsic power over others, and that the longer she focused her hypnotic gaze on the two, the less likely they were to ever resist her commands. The blonde hypnotus reveled in the feeling of absolute power she had, knowing she had forced the much older couple to give up their minds, hearts, and souls to Evelina. Deeper and deeper, my pets. Deeper and deeper into my eyes. Eyes that control your very thoughts. Eyes that command you. Eyes that hold you prisoner. You must obey my every wish and desire. I alone control your minds. I alone control your very desires. You belong to me. You are mine. Both nodded and struggled to respond. Yours, they whispered. You love being under my control. In fact, my pets, you love me. You find me so sensual, so exciting. But you find yourself so excited by being near to me that you can't help but play with yourselves. Your desire for me is building. Building. I'm so beautiful. So sexy. So commanding. The two conservative community leaders stood before the young student, masturbating at her command. There was nothing either could do to quell their lust for her and their desire to obey her every wish. But they continued their worship, massaging their own sex. But you can't come until your goddess lets you, can you? As much as your desire for me is building in you. 
as much as your love for me is growing. You find you can't come until I allow you to, but you need to keep masturbating. You have to worship me. You want to obey my commands. Yes, they both replied, lost in their sexual frenzy, captured in a limbo between erotic climax and total submission. They masturbated, thinking of Evelina. They lusted for her, but they were unable to reach orgasm. Soon, soon, my pets, in a moment I will allow you both to come for me. But I want you to understand that when you do, you will never again be free from my control. All you have to do to regain your freedom is to refrain from your climax. But you can't stop loving me, can you? You can't stop masturbating, can you? But when you climax, you will never again be able to resist my slightest command. You would help me capture and enslave your son, other students at the school, your parishioners, anyone. Anyone that your goddess Evelina wants, you will help her capture. You know this, don't you? Evelina heard a movement and saw the office door open a crack. As she looked up from her two masturbatory playthings, she saw young Darren standing in the doorway, peeking through the crack. His mouth was hanging open in amazement. He was watching in fear as his parents stood naked in worship before the young vixen, playing with themselves swearing to help in the enslavement of everyone he held dear, even swearing to help capture him. Evelina smiled broadly at him. Then she mouthed the words, I told you, my pet. Then she pointed directly at him. You're next, she said aloud. Darren turned and ran out the front door of the church, but as he did, he heard Evelina shout, Come, my slaves, come and surrender totally to me. And then he heard the screams of pleasure from his mother and father as they submitted to her commands. His mind raced. Where would he go? He jumped into his car and screeched across the parking lot, turning north onto Main Street toward Mary Ann's house. Maybe she and her parents could save him, or at least help him understand what was happening. He felt so afraid. He had never been so frightened in his young life. Evelina stepped forward and moved her fingernails across the naked flesh of her prisoners as they slowly recovered from their ordeal. Where do you think Darren is run to? She asked. Dave spoke up first. Probably Mary Ann's. They are very close. Julie nodded in agreement. Evelina just smiled. It was going to be a very interesting evening. (laughs) 